1: Forever! Dog!
2: Jesus, before we get started, it's a little echoey in the booth today. Is there something going on with the sound equipment or something?
1: Uh, yeah, there's something here. I don't know. It, it's one of the lights. It's one of the lights on this thing. I. It's kind of on the left-hand side. Not all the way to the left. Kind of like a... Uh, uh, three dots to the right, and it's kind of flick. I don't know if it's supposed to flicker. And when I talk, I I hear myself talk. I hear it's like an echo in here.
2: You know, I would think after 5,000 years of engineering and producing this show, you would have a better grasp of the equipment.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. No, I have have a grasp. I have a grasp, except for this... uh, this thing, it it makes like a sound, like... K-k-k-k-k-k. Yeah, you know, you, you hear that, like... Uh, sometimes, not the whole way through.
2: Okay, so is there any way you can fix it? Uh, no. Well, great. Thanks uh, thanks for the help. Nearer, my God! nearer my... love that song. That song, as you know, that was the last song the band on the Titanic played before the ship sank, nearer my God to thee. That's why I love that song so much. Hello, everybody. This is Jehovah, host of the Godcast, joined as always by Joan of Arc. Hello, Joan.
3: Hello, my Lord.
2: Uh, what? Do you hear that sound?
3: You hear that too?
2: Is that... Uh, yeah.
3: I thought it was my voices again. What is
2: that? No, no, it's not your voices again. In the booth, Jesus Christ, my, my son, my pride and joy, and uh-huh. our producer has taken up the wrist flute again. He is practicing the wrist flute. He's, huh? As you know, he has holes in his wrists and his ankles from yeah. previous, you know, certain experiences he had. And he has the, the holes in wrists and his ankles, and he's learned how to blow through them in a way to produce music. <gasps> and uh, I can... I can hear you's getting uh, pretty good. It sounds like you're getting better at that, Jesus.
1: Uh no. I I try to, you know what they say. If you get lemons, make lemonade. So I I, I blow through uh uh my uh hands and uh, uh, people say, "Oh boy. he's he's good, but he's no Kenny G."
2: Oh but you can't judge yourself on that scale. Kenny G never had to overcome having holes in his ankles and wrists. So I think you're doing a bang up job given that.
1: Yeah, yeah. see the bad thing about the holes in in my hands is that when I try to eat M&Ms, they fall right mm. through.
2: Right. Oh. So so you probably I, I you must go for larger candies now, I would guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, it has to be a bigger candy. At least the peanut size.
2: Well, it's you sound great. Just hold off until the show's done, and then you can get right back to blowing musical air through your own body. By the way, Joan, if you like his musical stylings on the flute, I have a surprise for you. At the very end of the show, mm-hmm. listeners, listen up. At the very end of the show, Jesus is going to serenade us all with his version of Brahms lullaby. <gasps> yeah, it's very special. I've heard him do this before. It's wonderful. It's the most gentle, relaxing go-to sleep music you'll ever hear. So stay tuned for that.
3: Oh, I can't wait.
2: I want to get right to a big announcement. COVID nineteen. It's been ravaging the planet for a year and a half now, and I'm in a mood where I just feel enough is enough. So, Hi, my
3: lord. Oh, s- sorry to interrupt. S- um, I just I have a, a something's been weighing on me. I just have a, 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 something I need to. I need to, I need to spew my truth is what I need to do. And so normally you refer to me as your sidekick and I'm very, totally good, fine, fine with that. But I noticed during an interview recently um, with, with, I think it was RBG, you called me a co-host and I just, it would help me um, just for my own self-esteem, my self-worth, possible business cards to know exactly where I stand in your mind.
2: And that's what you had to interrupt my big announcement for.
3: Yes, I've been very nervous about bringing this up, but I had to do it. <laughs>
2: the, the semantic discussion of whether you're co-host or sidekick. Yes. Well, if you must know, in my mind, Joan, you're neither co-host nor sidekick so much huh. as second banana. Your second banana. So on your business um, cards, you can put second banana," capital S, capital second B. Second
3: banana. Yeah,
2: your second banana. I'm, I'm, I'm first banana. I'm top banana. Right. And you're second. And there's 7.8 billion other bananas who are. What does are, that
3: make Jesus then?
2: Oh, he's second banana, but in a different banana growth.
3: So there's a like a bananas are in a bunch. Is it would the biggest banana be the top banana? I mean, how do you know top like? Yeah, that- I'm
2: only going to humor this metaphor of bananas about 10 seconds longer. But yes, there are two different... I just
3: feel like you should be the banana tree. Like, God should be the banana tree, and then we're all the bananas, and maybe in ranking right. order, but... And this
2: is the exact moment when I stop indulging the metaphor. I, I referred to earlier, I said I was going to stop the metaphor, and, and now I'm I'm stopping it. You have yes. your answer, okay, Joan.
3: Second your banana.
2: second banana. You're free to put that on I your business really cards. I was
3: really hoping co-host, but I I my lord, I will be happy as second banana.
2: Just I for hope. obvious reasons, don't bring the business cards too close to your legs.
3: Yeah. Well, it depends what I get them made out of. I could I was looking at some metallic. Some some yes. that were not flammable is, I guess the Yes. Goal. Well,
2: how about make yourself some asbestos business cards? And that'll solve the problem, and then you'll have uh, nice business cards that you won't burn because you're on fire, just and you can looks, show people.
3: Yeah, co-host looks nice on a card. Second banana is is longer, um, but it's it'll fit. It'll yeah, I'll make it work.
2: What was I even talking about at the top before you even? Wrote oh, the you're talking thing? about COVID. Oh yeah, oh. Uh, screw it.
3: No, no, no. What were you gonna say? I,
2: uh, I it, the, the moment was gone. I was going to say I will rid the world of COVID starting <gasps> right now, this second, immediately. Yes. But now that, now I, know, I, no, no, no. No, you had, should
3: totally do that. People
0: hate no, COVID.
2: No, you messed it up. I had. I am improvisational. I make up things. I change my mind. And there was a moment, and the moment is gone. And now the world will suffer from COVID for years and years. Because you had to interrupt me to find out whether you were sidekick or co-host.
3: I'm sorry. That's on you,
2: Joan of Arc.
3: Yeah, Um, I apologize to the world for that. That is definitely, I should have just let you finish what you were saying. Yeah. At least, are you still going to answer one prayer this week?
2: I suppose.
3: Prayer of the Week.
2: Every week I answer one prayer. It's usually one that's left on a review of the Godcast on Apple Podcast, but this week, as last week, I am answering a prayer left for me at my Twitter accounts, at the Tweet of God. Joan, what is this week's prayer?
3: Okay, this week's prayer comes to us from Carthaginian Polanski, or at Father McRuder, and he prays, I would like for the hair around my butthole to grow back. Shaving it was a mistake.
2: Hmm. All right. Going a little little risque with your choice this week, Joan.
3: It's just hair.
2: I like that. Uh, hmm. I could easily do that, of course. Oh, your God. <laughs> but I'm just not sure if he wasn't right in the first place to shave it, because I, I think his butt might look better without the hair here oh, I, i'm gonna i let me just use the uh the divine hologram machine to let me and you see this here there oh, it is
3: oh boy that is right in my face um okay so yeah. that's a before and after shaved unshaved yeah no, no, no ah, I just, look, ah. look at it a little
2: closer a little closer okay
3: oh huh. <laughs> yeah um yeah i i i agree with you okay
2: so let me just uh Set this up for you, Joan. So on the left side here is the before of the butt with the hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, why? You you have to have it close to Billy Joe. Yeah. And now on the right side of your face, here's the after of the butt
3: Ah, shaved, like a baby. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Uh, So you. What do you think? Very, very large in my face. Um.
2: Have you been Have you been this close to a a a male backside before? No.
3: You no, know, um <laughs> it's weird. So you pref- you're saying you prefer hair less. The the right, okay, I I think I tend to agree. Um but I yeah. uh, I it's just I I don't like and you you created this, so wouldn't you want it to be the way you created it? But
2: but okay, but you see On the unshaved one, how the hair goes all the way, like, really deep into the rectum. Like, it's really deep in there. Yeah,
3: I can see the inside, because this hologram has, like, the internals, too.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I want you to have complete information at your disposal when you make this judgment.
3: Yeah, it's a lot of hair, and it is right in the rectum. And he
2: also put in a lot of work in shaving it. It's not easy to shave your own butthole hair.
3: No, but it's a lot of maintenance, because the stubble... It grows back, and then it's a lot of stubble to deal with, which might be uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it's like a full-time job maintaining hair and then the, And the
2: stubble feels really rough to anyone else. Who's, here, feel it, feel it, feel it. This oh, this is,
3: yeah, it, no, this is three-dimensional. I'll, feel okay, it, yeah. yeah like I don't you, like it. It hurts,
2: it, it, it chafes your skin, right?
3: Can, can he feel me doing that? Can he feel me doing that to him? No, no, no,
2: this is a disembodied backside. Okay, this is a disembodied okay, ass. Okay, let me
3: get in there then. Yeah. 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 No, it's not pleasant. The stubble.
2: So what's the what's our verdict? Well,
3: hair or no hair? Well, I think if you, it's really how much you like Father Magruder and if you want his wish to come true and make the hair grow back quickly. For I mean, this is his preference. This is you created us to have free will, and he chose.
2: Carthaginian Polanski, your wish is my command. I am restoring the hair back to your rectum area. Now, this may or may not be something that your sexual partner, Trojan Kubrick, appreciates when they put their finger up it as part of your sexual foreplay. But I am happy to do it for you, Carthaginian Polanski, because you are a humble servant of mine and I want you to have a happy, happy butthole. By the way, be sure to use hello, Tushy, that's a wonderful way to keep that butthole nice and clean. And that's Prayer of the Week. Prayer
1: of the Week!
2: Coming up, 40 days and 40 nights with Noah. I'm kidding. It'll be like 40 minutes, tops.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe,
2: Over 5,000 years ago, my guest today was the only righteous man on Earth, and along with his family, the only human being to survive the Great Flood. The story of his remarkable ordeal and survival can be found in the new book, The Bible, available in bookstores nationwide. Please welcome my old friend, Noah. How are you, buddy?
4: Oh, uh, I'm great. Um, I'm doing great. It's it's so uh, nice to talk to you again. A blast from the past, really. Yeah, it's been a, it has been, it's been ages. It's been ages. It feels like ages. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has been a long time, but uh, you know, um, things seem to be uh, going well uh, w- with you, with the, with the, uh, the Earth and all of creation uh, ever since then. I mean, certainly uh, been uh, progressing, uh, expanding, uh, growing ever since uh, you know yeah. our time together.
2: It, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, that's literally true. It is what it is, and K sera sera, and the past is past.
4: You know
2: what I mean? Well,
4: I mean, for for you, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, that's Joan of Arc. But you know, Joan of Arc. That's Joan. Hello.
3: Hi.
4: Oh, hi. hi. Yes. Yeah. Hi. You know it's what?
3: It's so I'm... nice to like finally meet you, cause I thought maybe we were related.
4: Oh, because of the Ark thing, Noah and the Ark and the Joan, Joan of Ark. Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I picked up on that as well. It's funny. It's funny. Like we do share, we do share that in common. Um, okay, okay,
2: okay, enough. Now oh, let's let let's oh, tell the story I, here because, really nice because people it's nice to meet you too. So much depends on you, Noah. In so in so many ways, you are the most important figure in the Bible. Because if if your story didn't really happen then creationism is a myth. And that would be
4: wrong and a a terrible shame, a Shonda, if you will. Well, I mean, okay, so much to unpack there. But yes, you're you're right. But um, first first of all, yes, uh, creationism, uh, I I think the kids call it intelligent design today. (laughs) Obviously true. Uh, I was there. I saw it happen. The animals uh, were all created by you. Uh, sustained by me, and uh, they propagated the world since then. Um, that that's how it happened. Evolution schmevolution, I say. <laughs> that's <laughs> well
2: said. No, a- absolutely. Evolution schmevolution. Darwin schmarwin. Yes. Yeah. Stephen Jay Gould schmeven Jay Gould. The the yeah. whole thing. I, it doesn't yeah. make any, any. It doesn't sense. make sense. I don't no. know
4: why they teach it in schools. It's stupid. I, you know. You made you made the stuff you made all the animals i saw them with i i fed them i cleaned up their 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 urine and their their bms and uh, you know it, it was an ordeal <laughs> it was See, your Uh, choice of using
2: the word BMs is part of the reason why I chose you. Because you, sir, are a good man. You are a clean man. You're a righteous man. I used to walk with you. That's what it says in the Bible. It says, Noah was a righteous man who walked with God. Remember those walks we used to take?
4: I mean, to be honest, I, most of the time I was walking because I, I just I couldn't run. I, I was a very old man when, when you came to see me. I was 600 years old when you came to see me. I, I had sort of been in semi-retirement already. And I, I, I was sort of surprised that you reached out when you did.
2: You were a you were a spry 600. You 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 were you were 600 going on 400. If I, I may don't say so.
4: I mean, that's flattering. But I just I, anyone over two 250 really shouldn't have been doing the things that I was doing. I mean, you had me building things and, 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 and pulling in animals from everywhere and feeding them and, and maintaining them. And I mean, it was a it was a lot.
2: Yes, it was a lot. And I knew you could do it. And I knew you could do it because I knew I would help you. And I'm God. And anybody could do it, given that. And so I liked you. I like, you know what it was? I like the beard. The beard, your beard and my beard are virtually identical. With the white, you know, and that nice little, not quite ZZ top, but like a, like a Z top anyway. Sure. It's, and I've yeah. seen,
4: you know, some uh, people in modern days uh, have like a hipster type beard now. And it's very reminiscent of what sort of we pioneered many, many centuries ago. But yeah, you know, just backing up a second, you said you said something interesting. You said, um, you know, I, I knew you could do it and I knew you could do it if I helped you. Help? Was there help available to me back then that I that I was not aware of? Because I there pretty was much did. There was. I did help. everything my, myself. I mean, <laughs> I, I, built, I, I mean, I built. I I built. I don't want this to be uh, contentious or any, anything, but uh, I, I built the thing myself. I, I I did that myself. It was not easy.
2: But did you? I I
4: I would have loved someone to be able to hold the planks for me. You know, like the planks of wood. It, it's hard to did do it as they? they did not. No, I, I mean, I, I had these saw horses uh, that I had to balance uh, the, 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 the planks of wood on, and getting everyone to be plumb and correct uh, was extremely difficult without anyone there to hold the other end, end of the plank for me. Wasn't there? Okay. You're wanting me to to to, to admit or 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 to, or to realize that you were there the whole time, Noah, in my shadow, uh, propping me up. Uh, I, you just weren't there in the in the workshop with me, though. You know, I, I was doing it all by myself. All right.
2: No, it may have seemed that way, but I am God, and I work in mysterious ways, particularly when it comes to ancient shipbuilding methods.
4: Yeah. Are your mysterious ways? during daylight hours because that's when when all the work i was doing and i didn't see you there in the shop i was clocking in every day at eight and clocking out at eight at night and you were not there
2: i was there if it were not for me it would have taken you 35 years to build that boat instead of the 25
4: years it actually did you're right i'm i'm i i guess i apologize um Just didn't feel that way in the moment. (laughs) I accept your
2: apology. And just because I like you, I'm going to preemptively accept all the apologies you should be offering for everything you might be saying in the next half hour. Because you should always remember that I chose you. I chose you out of all the sinful people in the world to be, along with your family, the sole survivors of the Great
4: Flood. I don't know. I don't. I just. I just don't know if that is the prize you think it is. I mean, yes. Thank. Thank you for choosing me and sparing my life and the life of my family.
2: You're so welcome. You're really.
4: You're so welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for for giving bestowing me the honor uh, of becoming the father father of of all humanity. Uh, since then, but you know, the actual event was a bit of a catastrophe for me, just personally. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It was it was pretty rough. The building aside, once we got on on the boat, we had to collect all these animals. And, and that took a lot of work and painstaking work. I, I'm I, at the time I was not an animal person. I'm I have very strong allergies to, to cat dander. And mm. it was it was murder mm. uh, on me. It was murder. And and, and and it got worse when we were in these close quarters for, for days and weeks on end. Uh,
2: you're right. I acknowledge the difficulty that you had, particularly in acquiring the animals from North America, South America and Australia, given your position in the Near East. That was particularly difficult for you. It was
0: logistically
4: do. a challenge. Yes. Um, but, you know, trying to look on it on the bright side, my my therapist always wants me to just try to look at the positives. Are you Jungian, by the way, or Freud? Oh, uh, uh, Freud. I like to keep it old school.
2: Yeah. Okay. Nice. But too. you
4: know, the bright sides were I, I. I There were some animals that I liked. Most, yeah, cat, cats. I, I'm. I'm not a fan of. But uh, some. Some of the animals I really took a liking to. Oh, like uh,
2: such as uh, what?
4: I really. Uh, I. I. I fell in love with the dodo bird. You know, they're just so sweet. They have a, such a a, a sweet looking head shape. The two dodos that we had on the ship were, were really, really sweet. And then uh, there was another, um, there was a, uh, uh, a woolly mammoth, one of, the, one of the pair of the woolly mammoth. I, I named her Bessie and, and she just really took a liking to me and uh, I would cuddle up with her on cold nights. And um, how are they doing, by the way? How are the mammoths doing? Um, they're, uh, they're doing
2: well in as much as they are they are no longer under threat. They're all... That's, they're, that's they're, good. They're, yeah. And the dodo, you said oh, it yes. was sweets, and you're sweet, right. Many, sweet. Many visitors to the island of Mauritius in the 16th and 17th centuries agreed with your assessment that they were... Oh, good. Very sweet. Very sweet indeed. They were. It's a past
4: tense you're saying there.
2: Uh, they're dead. Not only are they dead, but the expression dead is a dodo is a... Expression, meaning something is dead. The, the, the dodo is dead. And by the dodo, I mean all, all dodos. and all, all dodos
4: are, are dead.
2: All, are all dead. woolly mammoths.
4: All woolly mammoths is, as well. If it okay. makes you feel
2: any better, they were both hunted to extinction by mankind.
4: That does not make me feel any better.
2: No, um, I realized saying that, that it would do the opposite.
4: I, I spent a lot, of, a lot of time and energy preserving their lives and making sure they would have a fighting ch- chance in this in this world.
2: Well, um, look at the bright side. You're on my podcast and we're talking about your incredible experience back back in the day. I want to talk about your amazing family. There's eight people in the family sure. who were on the ark with you. They're mm-hmm. mentioned in the Bible specifically. There's Noah, mm-hmm. that's me. There are your three sons, uh, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Uh, There's your wife, nameless. Yep. And there your sons' three wives, nameless, nameless, and nameless. Yep. And the eight of you were such a tight unit on that ship. People, that's the unsung story of the Ark journey was how well the eight of you got along. You had your highs, you had your lows, <laughs> well, Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: you yeah. laughed, you cried, but in the end there was love. There was real love there and that's, that's what made it work that's
4: what made the whole thing work isn't that true you know what you're you're uh as with everything you are you're right it, it it was it was an interesting fun time for us as a family i mean just being living in such close quarters but also you know it was a bit of a farce you know walking around the ship and whoop <laughs> You know, uh, Ham slipped on another uh, doggy do again <laughs> or or oh, oh, there it goes. Oh, oh. Uh, I think Nameless has your dinner tonight. And, and then we, we got we got uh, confused as to which Nameless we were talking right, about. Four
2: people named Nameless on the ship. That must yeah. have been really weird.
4: It yeah. was very strange. Uh, sure. I, and and all, all the females. Yeah, they had no uh, distinct characteristics uh, at all. They were just sort of there. But it made it made for some some wacky shenanigans, um, lot lots of upstairs downstairs, um, you know, comedy. In fact, you know, I I've actually um, I've been working on something since then. I've been I, I've been developing a pilot spec script based on on our antics for those forty days, and uh, it, it's coming along. It's I think it's a multicam half hour, but uh, but but it's, multi. it's really... Did you say multi? A multicam, yes, a multicam. Really. Is that, is that, is that passe now? I don't, I don't keep up. I don't have a subscription to Netflix or anything. I, I,
2: I, multis were popular, I think, back when you were on the ARC, maybe. Oh. I I don't want to tell you how to
4: run. Oh, but that's how I formatted the script and everything in in Final Draft. So. Zoom in is actually better. Do you use Zoom in? I don't. I don't. I write I, all. I write all my
2: teleplays, all my streamplays in Zoom. And it's much. It's it's more. It's more instinctive. More intuitive. I
4: think if I had a representative, an agent, I, they could guide me with some of this stuff. I've I've been trying, but no one seems to want to represent me. Uh, That's a, a while ago. I, I I I tried to publish a memoir, and and I got close a couple times. There were some near misses, but all the publishers were were sort of um, they were interested, and then all of a sudden they weren't. And I was wondering if maybe, did you have anything to do to do with that? It's uh, funny you say that.
2: Yes, 100%.
4: Well, I mean, I guess you have something to do with everything, but, but, but specifically how? I feel
2: like your story has been told very well with everything I want in included and everything I want left out excluded in the book I mentioned at the top of this interview, a book called The Bible the Old Testament section of it specifically. I've heard of it, And And yes. uh, I kind of don't feel the need to have a rival narrative about the seminal event in human history. And so I did speak to the publishers, and I, I, I did ask them to politely pass. I did ask them to politely Pass. That's why you got a lot of thank yous, appreciated efforts, interestings in those letters you got back.
4: I, I, Yes, they were, of course, very polite. I mean, some some of them even felt like they were leading me on. Like wh- one of them took me out to, to a nice lunch and seemed to be whining and dining me for something. And then all of a sudden the, the calls just stopped coming. And uh, I felt... I, I felt it was an intentional abandonment. Um, That's just
2: what agents do. That was not an intentional abandonment. I would never do anything to disrespect you. I would only do something to thwart you.
4: To to thwart me.
2: Yes, but never disrespectfully. Oh. Okay. Coming up, I say to Noah, there's going to be a floody flooding. Get those children out of the muddy, muddy children of the me the building of the Ark, and something that I miss a great deal, which is the cubit system of measurement. These days, everything is either imperial
4: or metric. Metric, yeah, I've heard of it. Back
2: in the days, a cubit was the gold standard of length and, and weight. I was a fan. It was great. The boat was 300 cubits long, 50 cubits in breadth, 30 cubits in height, that's perfect.
4: Yeah, it 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 took it did take me a while to to figure out um, quite how how that worked. Uh, you know, they didn't make any rulers or, or anything uh, with with cubit measurements. But once I figured it out, it's actually a pretty intuitive measuring unit. It's strange that it all divides into thirteens, but w- whatever. Um, uh, but it's your way, and uh, I really got right. I, I got I got used to it.
2: It's simple. It's thirteen spans to a palm. Uh-huh. Thirteen palms to a hedrach
4: mm-hmm.
2: and thirteen hedrachs to a cubit. Yep, what, it couldn't it could be could more not intuitive. Be simpler. Thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you. No. We're on the it, same page with it that. It totally works. And that boat was a beautiful boat. You did. I know it took you a long time. I know you, you know, didn't have any experience building large boats or
4: or small boats or, or anything. anything or anything at all. Really, no, nor did I have any experience sailing uh, any sort of vessel being landlocked as I was, it was a, it was a, it was a uh, learning experience. I don't, I don't know that I got much better at it uh, during the 40 days. Uh, We didn't have any destination to speak of. So it's not like I was trying to get somewhere and had to master the art of you know bringing in the jib and throwing down the mainsail and and all that so i i i just we just kind of floated around aimlessly.
2: but i remember there was one moment cuz i didn't know everything there was one moment around day 23 it was late at night it was it was calm it was a calm relatively calm and you went out to the ship and just out of instinct i heard you and i saw you you went
3: ah
4: <laughs> remember that yeah yeah you I did I do. I thought I was alone, and I was just trying to lighten, lighten the mood. And I tried to covered my covered one eye, and I tried to sort of say, "Oh, I'm a pirate," (laughs) you know. You did
2: that a lot, Noah. I did. I did
4: that a lot. I did that. You did that a lot, and
2: that was great. That's that's how you break tension on that kind of cruise. Yeah, you know, you I'm Noah. Er, give me, I give me thy doubloons, right? It was, it was (laughs) really adorable. (laughs) Yeah, and and and, uh, I think. Tell me if this is too personal at all. I will stop. I do respect your boundaries. But I know that when you got on that boat, you and Nameless were not in the best place from a marriage standpoint.
4: I mean, we don't talk about it a lot, but no, we, we were going through a pretty rough patch. She didn't understand uh, the years of building. Um, she didn't understand the animal thing. It was very trying on our relationship. Um, but yeah. that... Mission, that voyage
2: brought the two of you together in a way that warmed my heart. I saw the two of you working together, you know, to clean the dung, to clean the urine, to feed the animals. It was amazing. And you
4: were a true team. To to be honest, to be brutally honest, it, it was a horrifyingly traumatic experience for both of us. You know, they, they don't go into it into the Bible, uh, in the Bible or anything. But those those first couple of days, especially when the rains were, were coming, you know, we, we weren't sailing those first couple of days. The The waters were just rising and the screams, the screams at night would echo of people drowning all over the world, the animals, the people clawing. Trying to get aboard the boat as we, as we floated away. I had to beat them back with broomsticks. My friends and neighbors.
2: Right, I get you. So how good did that feel to know you were safe? I mean, that must have been a great feeling for you, you, know, you and the loved ones were all safe and no, uh, no problem for you guys.
4: Yeah, that that felt good eventually. Yes, once the once the screams faded.
2: And you recognize, of course, also that unlike you, they were all sinners. They were all doing things like they were gambling. They were going, you know, uh, under the shirt over the bra without permission, doing all kinds of terrible things that are clearly against, if not the letter, at least the spirit of the Bible that did not yet exist.
4: Under the shirt over the bra is, was was specifically called out in the Bible? Is that, tr- is that true? No, I said the spirit. Oh, the spirit! The spirit. Okay. The spirit. Because I, I, I didn't. I wasn't aware that that was a hard and fast.
2: The spirit of the Bible is that kissing is permitted, and then over the shirt, and by definition, over the bra, is also
4: is okay. It's okay. And that's why they they all deserved to perish a slow, horrible drowning death, while I while I watched.
2: Among other reasons, but c- certainly certainly that one. I just I was just uh, disappointed. But you know what. As painful as that flood was for every single person on Earth, it was more painful for me. That flood hurt me
4: hmm. more than it hurt them. That's interesting. That's that's true. I hadn't thought about how you felt in that moment. Actually, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to kill everybody, but
2: what choice did I have? Not to kill everybody? You see I the mean, problem?
4: I mean, no. I that feels like a that feels like a. a a definite option that you could have taken, in in my opinion. I, who am I, right? But uh, I feel like you could have spared everyone and just had a stern talking to. Okay, or,
2: okay, I'll I'll play along. I'll bite Noah. How, how might that have worked if I didn't kill everybody?
4: You could have had it rain for maybe two days. Two days hmm. of, fl- of rain. Everyone gets a little muddy. Floods everyone's houses. Everyone's like, "Oh man, my whole my hardwood floor is warped now." I will be a better person now. I won't go to second base anymore because I just put in new flooring. I don't want it to warp again. That's enough. That feels like a good warning shot. You know, two, two and a half days of rain. But, but 40 and, and killing all of humanity seems like a last
2: resort to me. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. I just, I just don't think that two days and two nights of rain gets the point across. I think killing everybody teaches everybody something in a way that not killing everybody doesn't. Do you understand?
4: No, I don't. It, it taught me something because I was the only one to learn the lesson. Um, you showed me that everyone was bad and, and they, they all perished uh, in a horrible way. Going back to your earlier question, yes, in, in a sense, it did bring my family closer together. We we shared that trauma together and we were there for each other. Um Me and the namelesses, you know, really got close. And
2: then when the whole mission was over and only the eight of you were left on the planet, what did I ask you all to do? Tell everybody what I I did. I don't know if
4: I don't know if I want to get into to get into that. Now
2: come on, don't be shy. It's a uh, very important part of the story. It's a little
4: You all had
2: sex with each other.
4: Okay, yes. Oh, we all
2: You all all had had sex sex with with each other other. incestuously to repopulate the planet. And that's such an important part of the story. Uh-huh. It is. People don't it talk is. about it. it you had sex with all three of your daughters-in-law. Mm-hmm. Your three sons had sex with their mother, your wife. It was an incredible orgy <sighs> of love done for the sake of the uh. whole human race, and it was a beautiful thing. It was yeah. A
4: beautiful yes. Thing. Uh, that did happen. We all, we all, we all had sex with each other, at your at your behest. I watched my sons. Tear, tear apart their marriages. Just, um, I watched them turn their back on their spouse and, 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 and do horrible things with each other and with their mother and with me.
2: That, that is great. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I mean, if, you know, if you have three sons who together with you repopulate the planet. There's nothing but pride there. Nothing but pride. Speaking nothing of but pride, ironic, but. that's a great segue I just made for myself. Because I, before we got to this point, before we got to the massive incestuous orgy part, we had the ultimate happy ending, the rainbow. Remember the rainbow? Huh?
4: I do. I do remember the rainbow. Um, that was the only good thing that I think came out of it was uh, was seeing those seven colors all all lined up. And, and we knew that everything was going to be all right. You know Wait, that you it was got, you
3: got a rainbow? I'm sorry to interject. I just as another one of God's chosen, I would have really liked to see a rainbow.
4: oh, well, what did you get after your after your ordeal um that God put you through? What did you get? I because I was given I was given the opportunity to repopulate the planet. Uh, I was given so you got uh, to I, live. I created wine. Um, I was able to have dominion all, uh, over all uh, animals, um, and I and I got the okay. rainbow. And, so
3: and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to—how
4: old were you, and you got to live? Oh, yes, of course I got to live. I, 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 yes, yes. I, I was 600 at the time. I, I think I—I I, man, man, I got to live for many, many years after that. Yes, of course. Yes. Um, because,
3: uh, I mean— Why?
4: God, or, or is that—
3: I was burned at the stake as a teenager, and— My reward was being God's sidekick on this podcast. So I just feel like that's a little, you know, chosen. You use the word chosen so freely. It's just chosen to be 600, chosen to die burning on a stake as a teenager. I just...
4: So your, your, thing, your thing was that you died and everyone else got to live. And my thing was that everyone else died and I got to live.
2: Guys, I hear what Total. you're both saying. Message received and that you're welcome is the answer. You're, you're welcome. You both deserved it. You're both special people. You both deserved the different honors you received, whether it was being burdened at the stake in my honor or being the only survivor to watch every other human being on the planet die miserably. You're welcome.
3: Thank you, my lord.
4: Um, th- thanks? Hmm? I okay, guess. Okay,
3: I'll let you two carry on, I just...
4: I no, just... no, thank you, I mean, I, it's I have
3: good one, to... I, may I ask Noah one of question? Of
4: course, an arc to an arc, It's let's, really not up to you, sorry, cavel. Noah.
3: It's not up to you, it's up to, to God.
4: Yes, I... Joan, my
2: beloved, oh, oh, sorry. My beloved child asking. and sidekick. Joan, please ask your question to Mr. Noah.
3: Oh, thank you, um, okay, so I to war against the english at god's request and what i remember the most is that it smelled so bad
4: the war wo- the war just, part
3: like, like, it's just like the yeah like the horses and oh. like the sweat and the men and so i just like wanted to know if that's what you think about when you think about what you went through for god the the smell yeah
4: I mean, there's so many horrible things that happened to me, but
3: just like the animal crap everywhere. Like, well, no, I mean that like... was
4: that was bad, but I mean we we sailed we sailed through you know floating bloated corpses, um constantly, oh. and they would just bounce off the the hull of the ship, um <gasps> which was Ugh. which the That's sound disgusting. will linger linger in my memory forever, forever um seared there for for eternity. But yeah. you're absolutely right that the smells, uh, aboard the ark were were so overpowering that uh, they they sort of clouded all the other senses. Oh. You know, uh, ha- Ham, uh, one of my sons, Ham was overcome many times, just, just vomiting constantly. Um, constantly. Look, okay, wait.
3: It is this ironic because I thought that the Jewish people don't even eat Ham.
2: Oh. <laughs> Joe, they weren't <laughs> Jewish yet. There, there were no Jews yet he was just the ancestor of the people that would become the jews.
3: Oh, i just i guess it's cuz we've had so many um i told you, that, like, we've you had know, a lot
4: like we you of know you know it's a common misunderstanding. Show. Yeah, no, it's a common misunderstanding. The the meat ham is actually na- named after my son. It's not the other way around. We we saved the pigs and we thought it would be fun to name name a meat after after one of my sons. Yeah. Okay. We named uh, other kinds of meats after my other sons. Japheth is actually the the meat of a saber toothed tiger, which i'm sure you can get at any any grocery Restored today. Oh. Huh. is that is there a saber saber tooth tiger meat? Is that still around for people to eat?
2: Did you were you fond of the saber tooth tigers as well?
4: Of course, they were one of our our favorites. The only cat, the only feline that I really can stand uh, their dander.
2: Actually, uh, yes. uh, yeah, they're doing great. They're oh great, well. that's great. They're alive and, and well. I think, uh, who are who is dead actually is the. Uh, the dinosaur, like every species. Oh boy. Boy, that I, one hurts. Yeah. I, well, I know how hard it was to squeeze them in.
4: Holy. Sh- yeah. It was hard. It, I mean, wow. The, 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 just, just figuring out the logistics of how they would exist on, on the ship without mauling each other. The, the, the T-Rex is, uh, and, and the Triceratops alone were, they took up a whole deck just, just cause yeah. they needed the space to, to roam and, and, it was, it was a lot of work to, to maintain them. And you're saying now that they, they're all gone as well.
2: They, they are all gone just because they all happened to die out at the same time around 4,000 years ago from being hunted by man. So that's, that's what happened to them. Do you remember that one time around day 36 and the two T-Rexes decided to mate in the middle of the day, and the entire ship was like yeah, it was a situation where, like, if this arc is uh, rocking. Don't come a knocking Those two T Rexes just, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, they punched a hole in the in the in the side of the hull, and uh, it, we had to bail water for several several hours. It took us a, a, a lot because because of their their um, their intercourse was so violent. They just were destroying the the whole ship. They gnash and claw at each other as they as they penetrate each other. It's very horrifying. It's a violent, violent act. It was it was pretty horrifying for my for my family to watch as well. I mean, there's a lot of blood in the lovemaking. For Nameless, uh, not my wife Nameless, uh, Japheth's wife Nameless, she got really into it, actually. And watching that act of copulation sort of inspired her to try new things with all of us after after we landed on solid land again. And we were, most of us were not into it, but she was just really really aggressive um, sexually. And it was painful, a lot of pain and also just shame, shame. She would she would demean us after she had sex with us. Seeing that act just unlocked something in her that hadn't been there before. And she was really into sadism and, uh, you know, no judgment or anything. If, If you're into that sort of stuff, that's, you know, who am I to judge and cast a stone? Right. But but no, she was she was brutal to us. She 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 would enter me from, from every, every possible hole and, and, and enjoy causing me pain.
2: Yeah, that's something that's not in the Bible, but I guess we can mention since you brought it up, is you and your immediate family in repopulating the earth and your urgency to achieve that task were the first group of people to attempt various forms of intercourse that we now know, and you did not at the time, cannot lead to the creation of a new baby.
4: Yes, we were just spinning our our wheels at that point, just trying to figure out how to pass the time, how to how to make a baby faster. We thought, oh, you know, if you if it takes nine months to do it uh, through the traditional way, what what if we do what if we go through the ear? Will that speed things up? Because we need to make some humans, you know.
2: That's a completely rational way of thinking. H- how you we didn't know that's val- that's a valid scientific pursuit.
4: Yeah, we we were trying our best uh, with what we had at our disposal. We also. I I think you know already but I we we tried with the animals as well. Um we, we were trying anything. We were just experimenting. Um and it didn't it didn't it didn't take. But um
2: yeah. Well, you you live and learn and as you probably have been noticing there is a a slow but steady second flood starting to happen now. And this one is uh, not created by me. It's generated entirely by mankind and and they're Detritus on the planet, and uh, I think it's yeah. exciting and a sign of growth for the species. That now man can flood itself doesn't need big old God anymore. It's a
4: sl- it's a slow it's a slow flood. It's a slower flood this time. You know, it's it seems to be stretching out over uh, decades, if not centuries.
2: But it's more final. It's more of a final. It's this this one really feels final to me.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, it does. It does. Hey, I'm not supposed to be doing anything for this one, am I? Uh, no, you,
2: <laughs> you're the last person I, I? Oh, okay. who should be doing it. You have earned your right to what you're doing now. And I should say what you're doing now. Noah, you are currently, you've spent the last 15 years cruising the world on a, on a pleasure boat.
4: The the first the first time I, I went sailing, it wasn't really for pleasure. It was, um,
2: no.
4: yeah, to avoid your wrath. It
2: was a professional. It was a
4: professional trip. It was a work trip. It
2: was a work trip.
4: Um, I, I was not a good sailor. <laughs> Uh, and I didn't really get to uh, enjoy the 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 seas. So in recent years, yes, I've, I've taken up sailing as a, as a bit of a hobby, learning more about it. I, I look up different uh, sailing techniques on uh, I, I go to Bing and, you know, I look up how to sail and stuff. And then, uh, there's some videos online and stuff that I'll, I'll use to um, and then I'll go out and I'll sail for a couple of nights and spend a couple of nights on the boat. It's not a big one. You know, it's it's just a cubit. But it gets the job done and it's it's enough for me and I, I always take a, a, a few animals just so I have some company out there. And...
2: But it's nice to go down to the galley and open the fridge and see two of every brewski. Am I right? That must be nice for you. <laughs>
4: yep, yep. Oh, uh, You know me well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> this
2: guy, I picked the right guy. I picked the right guy to redeem me from having picked all the wrong people up to this right guy. Uh, <laughs> I really did. Just fantastic.
3: I'm so- so uh I guess the word is jealous that he got to live so long. So Yes, his... he lived
4: nine hundred and fifteen years. Yeah. And and you lived how many hundreds of years, Joe? Nineteen. Nineteen 1900, 1,900 years. That's a Ni- long no, time. No, no. She lived point no. nineteen, Point nineteen hundred yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. So you lived to be nineteen years old.
3: I also I went to war for God. And yeah, point Point nineteen. I, wow. It's, I, it's not that I'm bitter. It's just that I'm envious. In those
4: in those 19 years, did you get to experience love and, and loss no. and, and all the things that go with it? And, no. And
3: no, marriage, no. No nope. nameless for me. Marriage, children. No she nameless.
2: She was un, unscarred, Noah, unmarred by any negative experience like well, those you not just mentioned. that's entirely
3: true. I was scarred when that arrow hit me during that first battle in the shoulder area. That is a scar that I, I do have, and I am um, permanently aflame. Which is like a, a a scar on my soul. I thought
4: that was I thought that was just a zoom a zoom thing. Uh, no, yeah, that no, is no, that's, he
3: has me on fire for, for good fire. is what he's he's told me. It's an
4: eternal flame of pain that that will haunt you for the rest of your your mm-hmm. days.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah, but you're all the world building you did sounds. Well, congratulations.
4: I, I, I mean, uh, I, I went through my share of, tra- of trauma as well. Um, uh, watching hey, everyone hey, I please, know and love dies. Please, please,
3: do not compare your trauma to no, my trauma. No, no, I, I, didn't
4: mean to. I didn't mean to. I, I'm, I'm not trying to compare trauma. It's-
3: guys, guys,
2: you're both horribly scarred by me. Okay, okay. There's no need okay. to argue. Okay. There, there's no need to argue over. Who hurt you more, or you know, which well, it one was? Yeah, exactly. It's not
3: about the who. It's it's about the the, the
4: amount. How much? Yeah, yeah, the quantity of pain.
3: Yes, so um, thank you. I mean, you. I think
4: mine is mine, mine is mine is our, our, uh, you know objectively, I I had to endure it for longer, but you know, I I'm fine I'm fine leaving that alone for now. You're a guest
3: uh, in our studio, so I'm I'm not going to argue, but. I was burned alive. Alive. I mean, lie. Sure, sure. For, uh, yeah. for a,
4: a couple minutes? <laughs> I mean, how, how long does it no, take I mean, to... And I
3: screamed, Jesus, as it happened. And no, uh-huh. just let it... Yeah.
4: Sure, sure. Then, and, then, and then it was over. But mine, mine just kept going and going and going.
3: Noah, I've never heard of Saint Noah, but maybe you've heard of Saint Joan of Arc.
4: Oh, they made you a saint.
3: They did. So, yeah.
4: Well... Um,
3: Pick your battles.
2: Huh. As the father of all in heaven, there is nothing I love more than seeing two of my children fight with each other over who is more loved and who was more afflicted by me. I, it's it's the best. It's just the best. This I haven't felt this good since the first crusade, honestly. This mm. is just so satisfying.
3: We, we, well, we uh, are here to do your bidding. Yeah,
4: we're... Eager to please—that's that's our lot in life.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: It's good that we're wrapping up because yeah. I, I got to go. Uh, I got to go walk the animals. But thank you uh, for both of you for having me. Um, speaking of world building, you brought that up earlier. Uh, there's this really cool show that I, I'm really into these days called Critical Role. Uh, I, wa- I watch it sometimes on on uh, on Twitch, ah. and it's it's really it's really great. It passes the time when I'm uh, doing a project. So I'm sorry. No, I didn't get the name of that show. Could you say that again? Oh, it's called Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Critical ah. Role,
2: yes. Critical Role. Yes. Hmm. Well, I'll be sure to have other human beings check that out. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Noah, everybody. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
3: Nice to meet you.
2: Well, that's our show this week. If you liked it, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm
3: sorry to interrupt, God. I, I just I realized something during that interview with Noah. Yeah? So if we're all descended from Noah, right? right? Right. Right. So that means that all sex that anybody has ever with anybody else is incest.
2: Well, yeah, of course.
3: All sex is incest. I I'm really I'm glad I've never had sex and I don't I don't think I ever will.
2: No, no, you won't ever, and that's a good thing. And now, as promised, we leave you with Jesus Christ, your Redeemer, regaling you with his beautiful version of Brahms' Lullaby. Good night.
1: A
3: lullaby! And Godcast good night. is a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Alex Ramsey, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and David Jabberbaum. Lullaby original music by Gabe Lopez. Joan of Arc appears night. courtesy of Tara Sands. For more original podcasts, visit ForeverDogPodcasts.com. And subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For ad-free episodes and exclusive bonus content from this show and others, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus.
1: Forever
3: Dog!